Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast Love the Graps. Uh, my name's Chris, I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan, he says hello over there. Um, this is Love the Graps, our podcast about wrestling, where we go and see a wrestling show and then travel home and then talk about said wrestling show. It is currently 35 minutes past midnight mm. and it's uh, it's late Friday night, early Saturday no- Saturday morning. It was weird, that, it? Yeah, I'm never really 100% sure. Yeah. Where, what I want to say. I still think it's Friday night. Well, it is until you go to sleep, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like when someone comes in and, like, say it's like half past one, mm. and they say, oh, good afternoon. But you haven't had your lunch yet? Yeah, so, I do that all the time. So it's still morning, really. I always say good morning when it's the afternoon. Yeah, because you if, haven't if had it's your the lunch. First, yeah, or if it's the first time I've seen that person today. Really? Yeah. I, I like to say, good morrow, sir. Yeah. yeah. I say, oh, what up, brother? I say, I said, good day, sir. Mm. I, say. I said, yo. I say, you're ready. Yep. Um, so you're ready to all of you out there in <laughs> podcast land. So as I say, it's just after half past midnight, um, which, you know, would generally speaking be pretty early for us. Um, Having travelled home from a wrestling show. Yeah, well, considering where we've been. Yeah, we've just been to Wolverhampton. Yeah. For Fight Club Pro, World Warriors of the World. Unite. Unite. Yeah. Um, something to do with World Warrior. Yeah. Because is Loki the one World Warrior? Yeah. Is is that where he is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah? So, yeah, World Warriors. Sure. He's the one world warrior. Who are the other world warriors? Well, there aren't any because he's the one. Oh. So I don't know what... Or is he the world warrior of one world? Right. And then there are warriors of other worlds. Well, you know, you you have kind of multiple... He's he's limited himself to just one world. Well, we might come on to that. Might we? (laughs) He's very limited. Wow. I know, it's a burial. Ouch. Um, yeah, sorry. Um feel like there's a weird energy on the <laughs> podcast uh, right now. Um, I am a bit tired. It was very warm um, this evening. So Fight Club Pro, World Warriors. Um, it was uh, in Wolverhampton, but it wasn't at the usual uh, Fight Club Pro venue, no. the Chocolate Starworks oh. and the Hot Dog Flavoured Warehouse. Oh. It was at the Diamond Banqueting Suite. Yeah. Well, they had a fire, didn't they? Uh, at the Starworks, yeah, yeah. Um, it went on fire. It was those hot dogs set up, set on fire, <laughs> didn't they? Um, yeah, they did have a little fire in one corner of the building. They thought it was going to be all right, yeah, but then they thought better of it, and uh, so they moved to the Diamond Banqueting Suite, yeah, where we'd been before. Yeah, a bit of weird sort of symmetry, um, or um, you know. Uh, I it, I'd gone back through our archives and and uh, I think 
the Diamond Banqueting Suite is a bit of a uh, important venue for Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Or at least the last time they were there and the first time they were there was a bit of a landmark show for them, wasn't it? Well, because they went from the fiction, the yeah. uh, the dear departed fiction, that mm-hmm. we got a glimpse of because it's opposite the Diamond Banqueting Suite, yep. um, where they were cramming maybe 200 people in. And the Diamond Banqueting Suite, they had um, Young Bucks mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega. Yep. Um, it was over. the first dream tag team invitational. Yep. Um, and they had about 1,000 people. Yeah, I think it was about 1,100. And since then, uh, they moved to the Starworks, where probably the least they've had is like five, six hundred. Yeah. Um, but you know, regularly near the eight hundred. Yeah. Uh, to a thousand mark. Um, so yeah, it was kicking off kind of a new era. I think it kind of coincided play. with the, you know, the the sort of um, post WWE UK Championship yeah. tournament boost. Yeah. That they had with um, having three of the more prominent figures as part of their regular roster. Yeah. Um, plus Dan Maloney. Um, I miss Dan Maloney. Sure. Yeah. Well, we might, maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. And I think, while we're talking about that, I think Fight Club Pro, out more than anybody else, they made hay while the sun shone. Yeah. Um, progress, I mean, we've, we've talked about it before. To, to them, the, the whole WWE UK thing is perhaps been a little bit of a hindrance certainly for us i think they've been hamstrung by it yeah. a little bit because whereas fight club pro it it's what that launched them yeah and and they've really done well off it yeah um but that's got nothing to do with this show uh, <laughs> let's get into the bit what we do shall we yeah love the grap so we like to talk about three things that we love yeah and then later we'll talk about three things that we didn't love quite so much. Yes. But let's start on the positive. Okay. Uh, love the graps. Hashtag love the graps. Yeah, we don't really do that much anymore, do we? Well, we're not super active on Twitter these no. days, are we? So, no. Plus um, we need to get on the gram. What's that? The gram. Like, I don't know what that is. That's Instagram. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Maybe. what the kids call it. I can't be bothered to keep up with that. Yeah. Um, right, okay, first, love the graps. Uh, yep. Let's talk about the opening match. The opening match? Yeah. So it was a six-person scramble match. Yeah. Well, we thought it was just going to be a single match first, because they'd I done... Didn't. Oh, right. They, they, they'd done this bit at the last show where uh, Chris Brooks nicked Mako Satamora's title. Yeah. Um, because Mako Satamora is the Fight Club Pro champion. Uh, but she lives in that Japan. Yeah, it's um, quite a way away. Yeah, and she's quite busy. Uh, she was in DDT this week. You know that? Um, and so uh, he nicked her title, and Fight Club Pro owner, co-owner, yeah, Martin Zaki, and uh, on-screen talent, yeah, um, put an open hit out on Chris Brooks. <laughs> um, printed up a wanted poster and everything. Uh, and so Chris Brooks came out first of all. With a briefcase handcuffed to Kid Lycos, yeah, that had the belt in it. Um, oh, did it? Oh, did it? Um, and uh, yeah, then Mark Davis came out to answer the open challenge. Yeah, but then someone else came out, and yeah. someone else came out, and yeah. someone else came out, and someone else came out. Yeah, and as you say, it was a six turned a, into a six, six people. The the Fight Club Pro Scramble match. Yeah, um, which 
we're we're generally big fans of. Yeah, it's throw a whole bunch of people in there. Loads of silly stuff happens. Yeah, and that's what we got today. Yeah, so uh, we had Chris Brooks. Yep. Uh, we had Mark Davis. Yep. We had Charlie Evans. Really nice to see Charlie Evans. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to see a lot of her. I'm taking credit for that one, are you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had Chris Wolf. Yes. We had Clint Margera. Yep. Um, Chris Wolf, massive surprise. I, it didn't even cross my mind that she might be on the show. No. So it's lovely to see her. Um, and then returning from a month away in Japan with Stardom, um, Martina the Session Moth. Yes, to a big um, ovation. Yeah, massive. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a lad across the way from us. He just lost it. Yeah. Lost his shit. I think he's just a big Darude fan. Possibly so, yeah. yeah. Um, in which case, he would like DDT because yeah. uh, Toro Ashi comes out to that, that self-same time. Yeah. I recently had a wrestler that was um, going to uh, work a good show tell yeah. me they wanted to use that as their theme. Yeah, I bet he said no. I said, no, that's silly. Like, somebody else uses that yeah. prominently in this country. Yeah, did did they not know? I don't know. I don't know. They would like. They just gave me something else instead. Idiots. So... Yeah. So um, yeah. So um, we got the usual kind of scrambo bit. Um, lot of comedy. It's not in a this scrambo. One. Not a scrambo. Uh, scrambo. You can only find a scrambo at good. Yes. Good wrestling. Yeah. Um, and let's not even get started on a rumbo. No. Um, that was a scramble match. Yeah. Um, lot of comedy. Uh, probably more comedy than you'd usually get. Um, mm. because Martina's in there. Yeah, and Chris Wolf and Lycos was yeah. hanging around. Uh, we even got proposal. Yeah, wolf on wolf proposal. Yeah, because Chris Wolf put her wolf head on. Yeah, and Lycos, uh, because he's an idiot. Yeah, um, thought that she was an actual wolf. Good job, Wolfgang wasn't there. Yeah, it really. I was. mean, I say that every wrestling show I go to. <laughs> Good job, Wolfgang's not there. <laughs> do you remember when Wolfgang was a thing? Yeah, they don't really get a lot of the Scottish lads down at the moment, do no. they? He's not in the um, WWE UK tournament, is he? No, he seems to have drifted off. Yeah, Joe Coffee is though. Yeah. Weirdly. Perhaps they got mixed up. Oh, we'll what? Have, last year? We'll have, <laughs> they were like, we thought we'd book Joe Coffey. Yeah, we'll but... have the, Scot- the Scottish lad with a beard. Yeah, the big lad. Yeah, not the one who drives the van. <laughs> the one. Yeah. The good. Iron Man. Yeah. Not, not the man who looks... I Look, don't know where I was going with that. Looks like a Peter K character. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> golf wang. Yeah, golf wang. Um, <laughs> good old golf wang. So, yeah, so we got that. And then... um. Dastardly Chris Brooks stole the win. Yep. Um and by roll up. Ran off. But um he'd left Lycos behind and left the briefcase behind with the belt in it. Well, turned out after Martin Zaki ran in, um yep. like grabbed the briefcase and opened it. It didn't have the belt in it. It had no. a big bit of paper. That, it was a very big bit yeah, of paper. Yeah, well it filled up a whole briefcase. Yeah. Um it said, fuck you, Martin. Fuck you, Martin. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know where this is going. No. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what I particularly enjoyed about this match was um, that it was very stiff. Mark Davis absolutely waffled Clint Marger in the face with, with a punch. Oh, yeah. It, there was no pull in that punch. No, everybody was hitting each other really hard. Yeah. Really good dive from Martina at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was some good really stuff. Really good. So, I, I say it often, not usually on the mic to myself in the mirror. Um, <laughs> always start the show with a scramble. 
You say it, you do say it a lot, don't you? Yeah, I do say it a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. What else did we like? Um. Can I talk about a tag match? Yeah. Let's talk about a tag match. The uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver Tag Team Championship match. So I know one of the things that really got you excited about the show today was an appearance from the besties in the world. Yep, big fan of the besties. Fitchit and Vega. Yep. Um, who mm-hmm. had come over from Latin America. Don't know yeah. where they're based um, in in the US. But um, I know that you and and I, maybe less so, but had watched a lot of them at AAW. Yep. Um, on, on the video, yeah. on tape. Yeah. Um, and we're really into them and more mm. if more than anything into their theme oh, by Savage Garden truly it's, madly deeply it's it's one of the greatest wrestling themes um, it is up there right. with uh, Real American <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it was also written by um, Jimmy Hart wasn't it was it what yeah. truly madly yeah, deeply yeah. by Savage Garden yeah um, but what I particularly like about it is there are actions that go with it yeah. And there were some people in the crowd who knew the actions. Well, I think they were easy to pick but up. But everyone else kind of went with it. Yeah. I say everyone else, perhaps a quarter of the crowd some went of them, with yeah. it. Um, but immediately they were accepted. Yeah. Enough of them so there wasn't embarrassing. No. <laughs> like uh, they were kind of embraced pretty quickly yeah. by the Diamond Banquet and Sweet crowd. Yeah. Um, and I found I was a bit surprised by that, if I'm honest, because. Mm. They're quite a niche act. They yeah. haven't done loads of stuff with like the major sort of US indies. I mean, it it depends. I, I presume most of the people there yep. tonight will subscribe at some point to Progress On Demand. Mm-hmm. Um, or will have. And Progress On Demand carries AAW. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, And they are quite prominent in aaw so uh, i would imagine if you I dipped st- into an aaw yeah show, i would still like to know what the viewing figures were uh yeah on probably prog- progress on demand for aaw i mean my yeah. housemate subscribes to progress on demand and we don't watch all the progress shows no. <laughs> so i don't know yeah. about everything else um so there may have been people familiar with them but yeah they did get a really good reaction yeah um and to be honest that happens at fight club pro because yeah. we, we've seen um the rascals yeah um which are the new name for Scarlet and Graves. They're not, not Scarlet and Graves anymore. They're the Rascals. No. Um, they've been kind of adopted. Yeah, I think that was uh, on repeat viewings, though, yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and uh, who were the other fellas? Uh, the, the Texas fellas, Ricky Stark and Aaron Solo. Oh, yeah, less so. Yeah, but still, you know. Extra talented. Yeah, that's the ones. Um, I think the Fight Club Pro audience are quite willing to give people a go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So they came out and they they issued an open challenge to any team for their Pro Wrestling Revolver Tag Team Mm -hmm. title belts. Which prestigious. Yeah. Immediately you're like, well, they're not losing, are they? No. Um, So out came Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Um, Not a prominent tag wrestler. No. So it was... Uh, quite the surprise when her partner. Well, it wasn't the surprise. No, it wasn't. Really. We figured it out because he'd already been announced. Yeah, and there was he... only one more match after this one. Yeah, and he um, wasn't in that. And he wasn't in that. No. So um, the partner was uh, Bruiserweight, the UK WWE champion Peter Dunn. Yeah, not carrying the belt tonight. No, no. Well, it's because he was going to win another belt in a little while. 
Yeah. And that you'd have to carry. Yeah. Perhaps you had to hand it back for cleaning. Mm. Um, like, I suppose with the FA Cup, mm. um, the holders have to hand the cup back b- before the final. I heard a rumour that the, the the WWE UK Championship that he's got over here is not the uh, oh, official WWE UK Championship belt. That's just a rumour. What are you saying? I've not got any special insight. Yeah. Um, that's just a rumour from a fan's perspective. Yeah. Um, now, I I thought initially that was a bit of a strange move mm. to put Millie and Pete, who are both beloved, uh, against a bit of a babyface team in the besties in the world. Um, certainly their entrance kind of endears you to them. Um, but it did work. Yeah. It did work. And, and uh, I think... With this one in particular, um, there was a clear sort of crowd favourite team. Yeah. And the besties in the world were able to play kind of like dick baby faces. A little bit, yeah. Kind of the outsiders. Yeah. Um, So it was all right for the crowd to sort of root for the other team over them because they featured the most famous British wrestler in the world right now Mm -hmm. and beloved Fight Club Pro um, newbie Millie McKenzie, seventeen-year-old Millie McKenzie, who people just can't get enough of. She's still seventeen. She's been seventeen for a long time. I don't know. Perhaps no. she'll be seventeen forever. <laughs> Maybe she's got. Uh, Maybe Peter she's Pan. a vampire. Maybe she's got Peter Pan disease. Huh? Yeah, Wait. is it a disease? <laughs> yeah, I think it? so. Yeah, Has Peter Pan got a disease. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's magic. She could it? have one of those diseases that mean that you don't like get you you don't grow properly from from <laughs> a very early age. So you get really old, but you um you know you stay like smaller. Progeria. Yeah. Yeah. She's she doesn't look like a progeria sufferer. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good yeah, for her. It's good for her. Yeah. Well done, Millie, for <laughs> not mean, having progeria. Thanks. Good. Good recovery. Yeah. Um. But um, yeah, it was it was built around Pete being a bit of a a dick as well. Yeah. Um, in the sort of pulling rank on Millie a lot, um, and then they did a a lovely little joke about um the snapping of the fingers. Yeah, um, it was like Millie didn't know how to do some of Pete's signature things, yeah. and um, the besties found that quite funny. Yeah, but then Pete didn't know how to do a German, a German suplex. suplex, so <laughs> Millie was like. Watch me, I'll yeah. do it. That was nice. That was a yeah, nice I really moment. enjoyed it. And I but thought, it's 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 the Pete Dunn. I'm gonna fuck about tour, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's lovely to see. I much prefer this to the British Strong Style fucking trios trios bit. tour. Yeah, with crotch chopping trios tour. I called it the other day. Yeah, Pete Dunn having a lot of fun. Yeah, is is exactly what I want to see. Yeah, Millie McKenzie along for the ride playing a good foil she's great Millie McKenzie yeah. and the besties played their part in it and I think the crowd really took to them I mean they they were willing to give them a chance but mm. I think they also were really quite won over by them yeah um, and I think they're over here for a while um, so yeah you... there was I, I think Matt Richards kind of implied that they were over here for a little while yeah so maybe we'll see them again at the end um, of the month yeah I would imagine as well um, knowing what I know about the guy who owns it that they'll probably be at Tidal um, right right on the 22nd of June um, so yeah so catch them wherever you can catch them because they're catch really em really good 
Um, yeah. yeah. So we got another yeah. another love the graps. Okay. So um, you said that when we started this podcast, it was only uh, half past twelve yeah. or so. Um, show finished at eleven. Yes. Amazing stuff. Which with Fight Club Pro. It is a rare occurrence. Yeah. Although the last show finished relatively early as well. Yeah. Didn't it? So maybe so they're maybe they're something. getting their fucking act together. Yeah. But I don't know if that was because it was at the the Diamond tonight. Yeah. Um, although I did go back and listen to our previous podcast, or at least the beginning of it, where we attended the Fight Club Pro show at the Diamond Banqueting Suite, and we didn't get home until nearly two in the morning. Yeah. So and, but I think and did the that doors, show start late? That though. show did start late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I enjoyed being in the Starworks, not only because at uh, the um, Diamond Banqueting Suite tonight, uh, not only because it finished at 11 and mm. only had one interval, yeah, which is really nice. That's the right amount of intervals yeah. if you're going to have any. Seats were comfortable. Yeah. Um, although the bloke next to me, he brought his own chair. And lost um, it, didn't he? And, well, um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, low-key kind of like threw him around and, and nicked his chair. Um, but yeah, the seats were comfortable. Um, it was warm in there. Yeah, like... It was sort of um, kind of that that uh, it it will slowly knock you out warm. Yeah, where you want to sleep. That's yeah. why I had. But um, but pleasant, pleasant, pleasant surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's to pleasant surroundings. <laughs> Good, thanks, yeah. Alan. Um, nice right. toast. Let's let's switch to uh, not my grubs. Okay, where do you want to start with this one? Um, we've got through as usual. Do you want to go in heavy, or do you want to start light? Should do a light one. Okay, do a light one. Um, actually, actually, I tell you what. Let's. Uh, well, this not heavy either. But um, let's talk about like the kind of show in general, mm. and some like some something didn't feel quite right about it. No. Um, and I think. There was a, there was a sameness about a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the matches, yeah, and I think there's a lot of contributing factors to that. Mm. Um, but do, do you want to sort of elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So I came away from the show, and the 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 two things that struck me about the card. Um, one, I I was begging for a sprint, right? Um, just a quick match. Uh, just both going hell for leather um, over in, you know, five, six, seven, eight minutes. Um, every match seemed to take roughly the same amount of time tonight. Yeah. Um, and two or three of them were pretty much the same match. Yeah. Um, very similarly structured, um, very similarly paced. Um and it, it just felt a bit samey all the way through. There was definitely a moment in the main event where they started off with some chain wrestling. Mm. And there was somebody sat behind us that that said, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Because I think of the four singles matches that we had tonight, they all started yeah. with chain wrestling sequences at the beginning. Yeah, they were very, very similar. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing and it's something you picked up on as well, um, that a lot of the matches were samey because there are no heels in Fight Club Pro yeah. at the moment. So we, we had a sort of think about the card. Mm. Um, and so I think there were... 18 wrestlers on the card. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and out, out of that 18 wrestlers, there were two clear, villains. Clear villains. Yeah. With um, Chris Brooks and Jordan Devlin. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a couple that maybe could skirt it, um, but they would still have their fans yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess Loki is, a, little is bit. a shit villain, which we might talk yeah. about. Um, but he wasn't the villain at the beginning of the match. No. Like, he was just, they were there to yeah. do, do their fighting. So, yeah. So, you had Chris Brooks. Um, who is a little bit of a comedy villain um, today, yeah. and Jordan Devlin, who very good at what he does. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, the crowd don't like him. Yeah. Um, and he plays up to that and just gets, gets on with business. But over the past few months, I've had a whole bunch of people sort of play at being villain. Mm. Um, but Dan Maloney has been a kind of ongoing villain, like in and out of fight club pro. Do you remember? Dan um, he's kind of on the outs a bit at the minute. Yeah. They made a point of making uh, Mark Haskins. Yeah, turned Mark Haskins. Not seen him since. Not followed up on that at all. No. Um, And they had Ginny debut. Yeah. And now Ginny's back from injury. She hasn't shown up again. She she appeared for the more injured than she has (laughs) since she's been cleared. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on there. But the upshot of that is that a lot of the matches were just matches. Yeah. Because well, the, the there is a limit to the storytelling you can tell if you haven't got a clear-cut bad guy in a match. Yeah. Um, you have to tell a different story. And the story that they chose to tell was more or less the same story. Well, either side of the interval, we basically had the same match. Yeah. With um, Omari and Kyle Fletcher and then Tyler Bate against Milton Keynes McKinnon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who both had matches where they ended up hugging and shaking hands at the end, mm. which is a bit of a bugbear of mine. Yeah. Um, you know, do it once uh, every two months, fine. Yeah. Like, But, you know, don't make it your thing. And I'm not a huge fan of, like, leaving somebody in the ring so they can soak up the applause after they've lost their match Yeah. every time, which is, is kind of what happened here as well. Um. I don't know. Maybe we don't need to harp on any more on it. No, but just, like I'd just like a little bit more variety. Yeah, um, it would just help the show flow a bit more if you had different types of matches, different dynamics, and certainly different lengths. Not every match needs to be a main event yeah. length. Slobber knocker. Slobber knocker. Yeah, there's a word for you. Okay, um, something that they added to the show tonight. Yeah, um, that is not my graps. Um, it's not a huge thing. I'm just not sure I need it in in indie wrestling. Yeah, is a couple of adverts on the video screen, little little ad, little advert features. Yeah, um, for Suplex Apparel. Suplex. Um, uh, one of them featuring Angelico, and the other featuring Matt Riddle. Um, I just I feel weird about being advertised to, like. This this is Fight Club Pro. It's not a WWE show. Hmm. Like, and is there a proper like financial affiliation between Fight Club Pro and Suplex? I don't know, or is it just them trying to fill things on their video wall? Yeah, I, I feel for for me the impression I get from it is that they think it makes it makes the show look professional, but I don't want the show to look professional. That's no. not what I'm after. I mean, we love Joel. Yeah. Um, but 
his company is getting in the way of us enjoying shows. Well, almost literally on the last show, yep. his big bloody corner pads. Yeah, his big triangular corner pads. Yeah. Um, and now the adverts. Now, I I didn't mind the adverts as much as you. No. Um, I thought, I didn't think they were effective. No. Because they were too long. Well, and also one of them um, had the word apart rather than the two words a part. <laughs> you, in, that did annoy that you. That really it? bothers me. Yeah. Um, I would just, I'd, I'd rather if they're going to have adverts, they are prefaced by the Pearl and Dean theme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at least I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so what's happening. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe they'll do a trailer for the next show, um, upcoming attractions. Yeah, um, and then they get on with the actual show. Yeah, so do that. I just, I just, you know, I read a statement from Banksy a couple of days ago. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, it's not, an, it's not a new thing. I think it's a thing that's been floating yeah. around for a while. Basically, saying um, if you see adverts out and about. It is your right to be able to destroy them and deface them because you have not given permission for them to invade your line of sight and invade your life with these advertising materials. Like, it is literally, you know, that the businesses and corporations are paying their way into your field of vision. Mm. And you should be able to opt out of those things, but you can't. And now it's happening at Fight Club Pro. I'm a season ticket holder. I don't want that. I want an advert-free experience, please. (laughs) Can I have the advert-free version? Um, I I want to put an ad blocker up. Yeah, or maybe um, season ticket holders can, can go to a separate room. Yeah, while while the adverts are playing, yeah. Um, yeah. Where we, we get to hear like nice music. Or we should be prompted to look the other way. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least. <laughs> We're given blinkers. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. All right then, should we move on? Yeah. The elephant in the room. Mm. So um, the advertised main event for today, um, which was delivered, um, so yeah. I don't know why I phrased so it like that, <laughs> was um, Travis Banks against... Low key, yeah, uh, formerly known as Badass Brandon. <laughs> you love that, uh, fact, don't I do, you? yeah. See, my my fact about Low Key, I was gonna try and like find out tonight if it is actually true, yeah. Um, but for reasons which we'll talk about in a minute, I I left without finding out, yeah. Um, is that I believe he he got the name Low Key, yeah, from the lyric in the song No Diggity. There's absolutely no way you were gonna approach Low Key and ask him that. I was gonna say, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Mr. Key. Mr. Key, sir. Um, did you get your wrestling name from the line very low key on the profile by Blackstreet? Right. In the song No Diggity. Okay. Um, um, if anyone's well, a shame. If anyone it's out a there shame. Knows. I'd have loved um I'd have loved you to have done that. Yeah. If only to see if you could find out if his shirt was particularly stinky. <laughs> um so it was the advertised match between Travis Banks and Loki, and it's a match that they've kind of been building for a while. Mm. In that every time Loki's appeared for Fight Club Pro, he's kind of butted heads with Travis. Yeah, um, they teamed in a six-man tag, they did. and it's um, Travis's fault that they lost. Apparently, apparently. yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was another thing, there the, another appearance where they. Well, I don't remember. It was uh, Travis Banks and. Uh, CCK, yep. which at the time was Chris Brooks and Jonathan Gresham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Against, Prime CCK. Against uh, low-key homicide and everyone's favourite uh, Flair's wearer, <laughs> yeah. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Okay, yeah. Um, 
so uh, as I say, it's a, it's a match, you know, filled with anticipation. Mm. Um, and again, it was another one of the matches on the card where they came out and did some grappling at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of settled into, um, you know, a fair match. Yeah. Um, I think I, I want to, you know, I almost put this down as a, a love the graps um, for tonight. But I want to give the crowd a lot of credit for getting behind mm. Trav. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm a huge Travis Banks fan. Yeah. Um, and I'll always cheer him given the chance. Yeah. Um, but I will go with the show where it is dictated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, seeing him in um, previously in Attack or seeing him at Progress now. Yeah. Where he's playing an absolute idiot dickhead. Um, I love it. And I will go along with it. Mm. But here in Fight Club Pro... He is a hero. Yeah. And the crowd treated him as such and got yep. behind him yep. to the point where Loki was kind of the default yeah. villain in this in this match. Because although Loki's the big name import. Apparently so. In twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um and there is a often a temptation to get behind the big name import. Um yeah, they didn't do that tonight. There yeah. were there were a few smatterings. Yeah, uh, and, and, and there wasn't very much of the I know Travis from Progress where he is bad, I am going to do the bat like the mm. chants that are relevant to that character. Yeah. Well, I think one person tried to do the Roman Reigns. Very thing, early on, yeah. And it just didn't take and no. then they shut the hell Which up. Which was good. Yeah. Um so yeah, so they had the match. Yeah. And it reached a point where I, I started to feel it was going a little long again. Yeah. Um they they did they a They kind of slowed down a lot. Yeah. Um and then um they they came to the outside yeah. and uh Loki attacked the fella sitting next to me. Yeah. Threw him off his chair. Yeah. Um It was almost then... as if he was planted there, wasn't it? Well, yeah. You know. I yeah. mean he had a different chair to everybody else. He did. He had a, one of those folding chairs, um, yeah. which Loki put in the ring and they did a ref bump, basically. They did a Robert's crutch. Yes. Um uh Shea Purser took a spill to the outside after getting hit in the face with a chair. Yeah. Uh, Loki punched the chair into uh, Shay's face to yeah. show just how tough he is. Well, he's wearing gloves though, isn't he? Yeah. Driving oh, yeah, gloves. Hit, hitman driving gloves. He's got his driving gloves on. Um, so. And then it was a weird sequence where, so initially, oh, the referee is knocked out. Travis is going to get the pin. Yeah. Um, but there's not going to be anyone to count it. So at this point, I'm already I've checked out mm. because any any wrestling fan who's bit, who's watched any wrestling yeah. over the past twenty years understands that what they're doing is getting out of something. Yeah, bullshit is coming. Yeah, um, and and you know sometimes that is fine. Yeah. Sometimes there are reasons. Yeah, sometimes there are reasons. And there and I I imagine that there was a reason for this, but it's fuck a bullshit that reason. <laughs> so basically, let, let's just let's just lay out lay yeah, the yeah. cards out. So Travis has got the pin, had the match won, nobody there to count it. Yeah. Then weirdly, Loki also does a double stomp onto Travis. He gets the pin. No one there to count it. Yeah. So negating the fact that Travis yeah. had the match won. They both could have won the match. No referee there. So it's back to all square. Yeah. All, all's even. Um, then eventually referee Joel Allen gets in the ring. So we're back on to having a match. 
Yeah, only had one glove on, Michael Jackson style. Well, I saw he had, it was trying to get the other glove back on when he right. got to the ring. I saw him sort of tuck it away in his pocket. Yeah. Um, and then the match went on a bit longer and eventually Loki won. And in 2018, fuck Loki. Why, I mean, why are you having to do fuck finishes? For Loki. For Loki. In 2018. Like, Travis Banks should be beating Loki. Yeah. Travis Banks is the current star. Travis Banks is the progress champion. Mm-hmm. Travis Banks is going into the WWE UK Championship Tournament. Yeah. Former He's Fight a Club former Pro Fight champion. Club Pro Champion. Um, this is a feud where... Loki's kind of had the upper hand the whole way yep. through. Um, you know, Travis lost. So that's why Loki's grumpy. Um, the six man, uh, Loki came out on top of it. And now this. Um, what is left for Travis with this? Yeah. And I mean, if it, there, there are certain people who I would accept this kind of protection for. But as you say, in 2018... And and no disrespect meant to Loki, um, although there is a little bit of disrespect, I suppose. Um, Loki isn't one of those people. I don't know why Loki needs protecting in 2018. I don't know what why is he, can't, he being protected? I don't know for? why he can't do a clean job in 2018. Is he still in Impact? No, no, he's not gone back there again. No. So what is he being protected for? I don't know. Like he's not a TV wrestler. He's not got a high profile gig that means he needs to be kept strong. No. Like. And it it did kind of... It, it was a flat ending, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we just got up and left. Yeah. Like, not that we hang around loads at the end of the show, no. but we just were like, right, okay, let's go. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's just... Because even now, if they do a return match, there would have been more anticipation for it if Loki had got the wing clean. Yeah. Like, if... if, if Travis had fought his hardest and Loki had just won. Yeah. Like, now you're just like, well, they both could have won that. Yeah, or if Loki had got a slightly tainted win. Like, more than... I mean, but he didn't get a tainted win. It was virtually a clean win um, because of the the back and forth. They both got visual pinfalls. Um, If he'd have cheated to win just a little bit, then that would have put something... Then you want to see Travis get his... Well, as it is, it's just... Poor Trav. But the thing is, even if they're not coming back, Travis would have benefited more from just losing that. Yeah. Like he could have done, like they could have done something yeah. where going forward, Trav's got a storyline that he's got to finish. Yeah. Um, I'd, that I'd isn't just... necessarily, um, you know, bloody um, low key. Yeah. Like there's loads more you could do with them. Yeah. But. Uh, Having said that, there was one thing in particular that really bothered me yeah. about Loki. Well, I can't believe we match. almost forgot this. Um, you know, more so than any booking decision possibly could. Mm. It's Loki's dirty, dirty shirt. Now, to be fair to Loki, yeah, it wasn't dirty at the start of the no. match. It was pristine white. Yep. Um, now, for some reason, yeah, um, it got brown. Yeah, I'm not sure whether maybe some of Travis Banks rubbed off on him. <laughs> um, because Travis did get paler yeah. as the match went on. Um, but yeah, Loki's shirt looked absolutely fucking horrendous <laughs> by the end of that match. And when, when you pointed it out to me, I couldn't see anything else. Well, because I just, I, I, like, because I spotted a smudge early on. I was yeah. like, Loki's shirt's dirty. 
And I could hear someone in the row behind us going, dirt on his shirt. <laughs> so it wasn't just and us. And it got dirtier and dirtier as the match went on. Yeah. It was just weird, wasn't it? I thought it was like one of those global hypercolour shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like Loki was sweating brown. Yeah. Which is just... A heroin. <laughs> heroin thing. Is it heroin? Yeah. Is that what it is? Sweating brown. Yeah? Is that what, they, is they that what the kids call it? Yeah, yeah. When, you bre- when you've taken some heroin yeah. and you got the s- you're sweating a lot, it's right. really hot. Yes. If you take heroin on a tropical island... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sweating that brown. <laughs> so that's what happened, was it? Yeah. Loki took some heroin. Yeah, it's just everybody who comes to Wolverhampton. Yeah. Just, well, as we know, Mako Satamora... Yeah, um, is she's got the whole the roster hooked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not going to go down as one of the finest Fight Club Pro shows. No, I had a funny, well, and we 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 really raved about the last one. Yeah, like a really solid, fun show from top to bottom. Tonight, a bit of a misstep for me. Yeah. Other than the bullshit ending, it wasn't a terrible show. But even even mm-hmm. those matches that we weren't super keen on taken out taken out of the context of this show perfectly fine matches but i think because they were sat next to some very similar matches Mm. it it just kind of clashed against each other yeah um and loki's got a dirty shirt on yeah but we'll have another chance at the end of the month international techers yeah uh june 29th uh osprey was on the graphic yeah I think there were a couple of other faces, but I didn't, I didn't really pick them out. Right. International Techers used to be the the show where they'd bring over kind of Americans and stuff. Do it but all the time they, now. Yeah, they they do it quite a lot. Sammy Callahan usually comes over for it, doesn't he? So maybe we'll see Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get a great reaction at the tag team Invitational, did he? No, nah. they don't really care, though, do they? No. Nah. Nah. All right then, we've had a grumble. Yeah. Um. Should we wrap it up then? Yeah. I'd quite like to go to bed. Cool, cool, cool. So it is 1.16am. Thanks for listening. Yeah. This was the, the Love the Graps podcast. <laughs> um, get on the Facebook page. If anybody wants a badge, get on there. Yeah. Send me a pound and I'll post you one. Yeah. Because um, uh, I've still got quite a few of them. I mean, not loads. I've got some. Yeah. But get on that. Um, um, you miss all kinds of stuff if you're not on there. Um, I posted a clip of a man sliding along on his head mm. this week. Um, I posted uh, George Barrios's LinkedIn page yeah. um, where you get to see his uh, Herman Munster style forehead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's a fun place to be. Yeah. Even though I heard Facebook's dead now. Is it? Yeah. Well, the kids don't like it anymore. Right. Get it's a good job, everybody. Good job the average age of that group is 35. Yeah. So thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out that. Um, we'll be back uh, at some point. We always are. Yeah. Um, but until then, uh, it's late. So go to bed. We had joy. We had fun. We had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world that we need, but it's selfish on the beach.